You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the, watched the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run in that fix in back. Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. That's the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. It's a fire sale Friday. We're ready to get things going. The eve of the most anticipated game on our schedule. Has it fallen a little short of our summertime expectations? Absolutely. But does it have a couple things that excites you about tomorrow? Even though... The Texas A&M or ATM Aggies, as everyone has come to know them, have not lived up to the preseason hype. There's still enough around this game as a Bama fan that has to get you excited. Will we see Bryce Young? Will we see Jalen Miro? Will we see both on tomorrow? But other than those guys, who else are you anticipating seeing in tomorrow's game? Are you looking forward to seeing this offensive line pick up where it left off on Saturday? Are you looking to see these receivers pick up where they left off when Bryce Young left the game? Because Saturday was kind of a mix of the two. We saw our wide receivers playing at an extremely high level. Uh, Bryce Young last year uh, had over 500 yards passing and when he went out he was on a pace to eclipse that mark so that means that the wide receivers were doing their jobs at an extremely high level despite having a few drop passes so which one are you excited to see well does the running game pick up where it left off saturday does the passing game pick up will we see bryce will we see milro will we see a little bit of both Seth McLaughlin made his entry into the offensive line. Uh, will he retain that job for the remainder of the season? Will Booker eventually break into the starting lineup and not just be a substitute in Cohen and or Ikior come off the sideline? So a lot of questions around that. Then you flip over to the other side. Is this defense going to take care of business? What's the biggest challenge? Hadn't talked a lot. I have not heard for sure. Maybe Joe, maybe Xavier had, but it's Brian Branch out. And who will be Miss Moore if Brian Branch is not in? Will it be Young or will it be Branch? Which guy 
makes the biggest impact on Saturday's game in their absence? Will it be Branch? Will it be Bryce? Uh, and I'll let them clarify if they've heard whether Branch is in or not. But either way, this defense has a chance to make a major, major statement, redeem itself from last year. Lots of mistakes, lots of guys running around. Uh, Will Anderson, uh, this, I think, last year served as the catalyst for the season he had for the remainder of the season, and he has not slacked off since. So Bryce Young, Will Anderson, Brian Branch, Seth McLaughlin, those are easy names. Ah, don't forget about Gibbs. Who else may be the breakout player? Who else may step up this Saturday against Texas A&M? All of those questions and more we're going to get to right here on the Martin Houston Show. So we want to encourage you to get in on the conversation at 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. That is the Alabama One Hotline open for business. And you can also chat us up on the various chat outlets via the Martin Houston Radio Network, Martin Houston Live on Facebook and YouTube at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. All right, let's get things rolling because we know that today is the day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice, be glad in it, take some time to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, man. It's a great day to be alive, and we get to talk Alabama football, so uh, it's definitely a a good day. I, I hit quite a few things on this fire sale Friday. Uh, any of that just jump out at you that you want to tackle first and we'll just kind of roll with it as we go. Well, we've heard some things from some sources that uh, Brian Branch missed Monday's practice, but he's been practicing ever since. And apparently on Wednesday, when Bama went good on good, Bryce Young participated fully. So, yeah, and, and remember, the, the, the participation is not the question. Uh, Saban has kind of alluded to the fact that he's able to throw, but he still has soreness. Um, I know Joe tends to have a little better, more insight than than I do a lot of times on what's happening over on the capstone. Joe, have you heard anything for sure on those two guys, Branch and Bryce? I've heard just exactly what Xavier's heard. I think he nailed it. Uh, that that he, he that Brian Branch is is kind of looking like he's uh, trending to be be full go, and it seems like Bryce is uh, is appearing apparently the, the, doing the same. Yeah, and and for you guys, I, I know it's not uh, you know true false. Would you rather whatever? But which one of those two guys uh, you think would be missed most in this particular game? Would it be Bryce or? Uh, Branch, considering the news we got out of Texas A&M uh, with their second starting quarterback of the year being out in Max Johnson with a broke hand, uh, Jimbo going back to his uh, starter from the first of the year. Which guy you think would be, be missed more, Bryce or, or Branch? Well, when you look at how um... – A&M's offense has looked up under Haynes King and Max Johnson. Uh, I would have to go with Bryce simply because that's the side of the ball that you you score with, and their offense hasn't been impressive. 
really at all this season. Uh, I think their their high total point is 31, and that was against Sam Houston State. Uh, so yeah, I, I think Bryce will be missed more regardless. Yeah, I agree with Xavier there. Uh, anytime that you're missing the Heisman Trophy winner, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, with miss, <laughs> missing him is probably gonna affect the team a little more. I mean, no no disrespect to Brian Branch, he's a he's a uh, heck of a player and very important to the defense. He saw that a couple of times where he's been out, uh, but but I'm gonna go with Bryce Young as well. Yeah, and I think also, especially in this game, I you know I guess if if, if you're playing against an Ohio State and and you know, they offensively, you know, they can score a lot of points. Uh, if 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 they were to miss a key player like a Stroud, uh, you know, would you would you possibly change that narrative? I don't know. Uh, in today's football, that's just our answer really shows us how much football has changed, right? Uh, even though you win uh, championships, still, I believe in this day with defense. <laughs> We've all become comfortable with the offense, right? Uh, we want to we want to make sure that we can score uh, points to hit our average, because at any given time, man, just about any team today can score offensively. But with I say with Johnson being out, I would say that the A and M really, man, they're going to be one dimensional in my opinion. Um, it, King, they're going to come out and try to throw the ball around on us, but I think they're going to. Uh, uh, do, rely heavily on number six to try to create some mismatches. Even when they're passing the ball, look for them to use number six uh, on Toa Toa or or Moody or Lawson or on Anderson or Turner. Somehow getting him. Look for. Let me tell you. Let me, let me ask it this way. If I was, let me say it this way, and then y'all can respond. If I was playing in this game, you know what one of my best plays would be, you guys? I would have number six come off the edge, chip um, Will Anderson like he's going to help block, let Will get by, give the tackle a chance to get to him, and then turn that guy around. Because what's going to happen is, 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 is Toa Toa is going to relax because it looks like he's blocking. Uh, Will Anderson is going to try to get to the passer, and I'm dumping it off to him until they stop that. Uh, thoughts, comments before we move on? Yeah, speaking of Moody, we've also heard that he's been in a boot this week and hasn't been able to practice much. So it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to be ready to go come Saturday as well. Comment on what I asked. And, and I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the way – and the reason I bring up Moody being out is because he's probably our best cover linebacker. And so that's something that if he's out, I could see Texas A&M exploiting. Yeah, I would. I mean, I'd try to get what's the name involved. That dude is electric. Uh, there's not a lot of guys that I would want off of that A&M team. Um, but uh, I think number six could find a home with the Crimson Tide, Joe. Yeah, Devin H and exactly Xavier is uh he's 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 a pretty special player and and I think they're gonna have a hard time running the football in a traditional way. So Martin, I think your idea is great to uh to get him the football out in space and to kind of mitigate what Will Anderson does to to a, to an offense. Uh, I think they're gonna have to be creative in how they get him the football. 
Yeah, go back and watch Texas game. Even though Texas did not end up scoring a lot of points, they did have a lot of yards. Go back and watch how they played us. Uh, Jimbo will try to use his running backs uh, in that similar fashion in, in, in the blocking scheme and in, in the pass game. And, and they will uh, – They I, I mean, I, I would not be surprised to see uh, him line up in the backfield, split out, get a receiver – I mean, a, a linebacker on him one-on-one and, and try to go over the top. Uh, I'll look for wheel routes. I'll look for – even – I don't know if you picked up on this. We use – when we run the speed sweep this year, have y'all noticed that we give it to the running back? We're giving it to Gibbs and not to the wide receivers. Uh, so we haven't ran on them a lot. Uh, but what few times they have, it seems like we're using running back. I look for AM to do do similar. So, um, and, and as you said, that's why I said Lawson. Uh, will Lawson be the guy in there, you know, or will Moody be back? So it, it's been interesting. And, and I guess a question we can think about, if, if, if Lawson gets to start against AM. Uh, does Moody run the risk of being uh, this year's version of Drew Sanders? Uh, so just a thought there. Coming back on the other side, we'll keep the conversation going on a fire sale Friday. Hey, top performers, who, who who's going to be the top performer, breakout player of the game, player of the game, however you want to talk about it. If you were the coach for the day, what would you do? Would you take the ball first against A&M or would you kick off? What would be the first play you called if you were running an offense? Uh, what would be the play you would call? We can talk about those things. And here, guys, you know, we've been doing the 100, 200. Uh, you know, last week we said we were going to have uh, 100, 300, um, and, uh, and, and two 100s. Well, did we do that? Did we come up just short on, on having two 100-yard rushers? Uh, I think we had 300 yards passing. Or right at it, right at it. I think we came up with a little short. So what's it going to be this week? Is it 100, 100, 200, 100? And I'll tell you what that makes up on the other side. More conversation with Martin and Xavier uh, on the Martin Houston Show right here on your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and things pretty quiet on the roadways on this Friday morning. Do drive carefully, and if you see conditions, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. Business is booming at towns of Nissan, and they need help. If you're a people person, go see BJ or Kalen at towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the dry, just a few clouds today, clearing skies tomorrow. Partly cloudy this afternoon, highs still in the lower 80s. We'll see 50s tonight under partly cloudy skies with a brisk north breeze, and then a little breezy on Saturday, but becoming sunny with a high of 73. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 54 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business through strong partnerships, strong customer service and creative ideas they'll help you market and grow your business give scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com keep it locked 
into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Man, it's awesome to be able to do what we do. We got Jay Cohen, Virgil Williams, Chuck Hunt, CJ Watson joining us uh, in the chat box over on social media. I uh, want to invite you to get your comments in over there. Uh, Jack Cohen said, Alabama leads the nation with 50-plus yards, 50-plus uh, yard plays. And guess what? We got three of those on back-to-back-to-back possessions on Saturday. So, uh, and ironically, four of those seven plays, guys, if I'm not mistaken, are running plays. Right. We have uh, the three Saturday that were over 70 yards, plus Jace McClellan uh, over 80 uh, against Texas. Um, and, uh, and and we're going to I'm going to let, let you think on this question. How many 50 plus yards plays will we have Saturday? Don't answer yet. How many 50 plus yards plays will we have Saturday uh, um, over under three over under is three. Um, and while you guys are thinking on that, let's bring in Chuck Hunt. Chuck, you're in on the Alabama One Hotline with the Martin Houston Show. With Martin and Xavier, what's on your mind, sir? Uh, good morning to you all going into the weekend of the, of, your, of your game. And, uh, yeah, I was just uh, chatting with you all talking about the uh, the game tomorrow. Um, one thing about it, you have to watch a team like Texas A&M. You know, here's a, here's a, a school that has, has lost us. Uh, an institution such as Appalachian State, but you, you have to watch them. They, they they don't want them to play over over your heads because uh, you know they, they you know think about what happened last year and you know it seems like you know the fact that they're playing Alabama they you know they'd be up for that game and you had, and not saying they'll win the game but uh, and I see that they're playing uh, they're gonna have Haynes King uh, playing uh, his father was his coach at. Uh, at Longview High School in Longview, Texas, uh, some of the coaches here in my area know know his uh, father real well. They're friends of his uh, father, uh, John King, and uh, they had some great ke- uh, teams. That they they played teams out of my area, and um, yeah, um, I, I think Alabama's going to pull it out. But the uh, thing about it, I think we have to, uh, you know, Coach Staten and I were going to beat for a second time by uh, teams such as uh, Texas A and M. redeem himself. He's he has been in the coaching profession all these years. Did we lose Chuck? Uh, actually, I'm, respond to what Chuck stated so far. Go ahead, Chuck. Finish out. I'm sorry. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Finish out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like I said, uh, uh, Alabama's going to have to watch. You just uh, don't, don't. You have to watch and don't want to play uh, a team like Texas A&M going uh, play over your head. I believe Alabama's going to pull it out. Uh, Coach Saban now get beat for a second time by a team such as uh, Texas A&M. And I see uh, – Haynes King is a uh, quarterback at Texas A&M. Uh, like, like I was telling you, um, the coaches over here know his uh, father, John King, real well. The head coach at uh, Longview High School. His father coached him in high school. And I uh, see uh, Longview High State teams over my way. And uh, Haynes is a good quarterback. But I believe uh, tomorrow, with the great defense you all have over there, that uh, Alabama's going to pull it out. Yeah. X, comment? Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, uh, Haynes King, 
Yeah, this is his third year in college, but he hasn't played a lot of football when you look at the injury that he sustained last year after redshirting and then turning around and getting benched early this season. So I'm I'm not sure if we're going to see anything from him really that's impressive. Now, granted, every time Alabama has lost, you've had a quarterback play out of their mind, but when you look at the weapons that they have this year, they've lost – Anaya Smith, who was one of the biggest reasons Alabama lost last year as well. I just think they're going to be too one-dimensional in the overall game. I agree with you, oh, yeah. Xavier. That's one-dimensional. You're exactly right. All right. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, and you have a great right weekend. With, thank you. You too. Right. And that's right. We have to be careful going into this game because, like I said, Part of this game, it lost some of its luster because of Texas A&M's record. But I think the fact that we lost to them last year and the fact that we had the whole summer dust up, I think that's enough to keep this team focused and on point uh, to have have a big game. And one thing we haven't talked about, guys, uh, last week against Arkansas, I, I keep hearing people say how close that game was and Alabama pulled the game out. Man, we dominated the first quarter and a half, and we dominated the last quarter and a half. I mean, it was not, not – you, you, you take Arkansas's little time. It got tight at one point in 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 the movie nerd but that game was that game ended about as close as the competition really was would y'all agree with that or not yeah i agree with that completely i mean yeah it was tight at one point but at one point it was 28 nothing they scored at the end of the first half make it 28 7. that's really about the way both halves went right you know in the second half you know, they got they got some uh, – they, they created them, don't get me wrong. They created them with special teams. And, and that's what we said. What, what did we say would have to happen for Alabama to lose that game? Special teams mistakes, turnovers, uh, and Alabama not playing well. Well, Alabama played well, uh, especially offensively, um, despite uh, what some people said about Jalen Miro. He scored uh, – on five of the seven possessions he had, only had the two possessions right there in the middle where where things didn't go well. And we were literally one block away from probably having five runs of 70 yards. I mean, four runs of 70 yards in that game when uh, the kid clipped uh, Gibbs' his foot. When we were going to break there, I, I asked uh, over under, uh, how many 50-plus yard plays will we have on tomorrow based on the fact of this Texas A&M game. Uh, uh, I put over-under kind of high, in my opinion, at three. What you got, X? Uh, I'm going to go under. I think we I think we can get two pretty Anything more than two is kind of that, – that's rarity in football, honestly. Uh, yeah, we had three of them in, in successive plays. Joe, your thoughts? Uh, I want to go. I'll go push on your on your over under because I think we'll have another three the, the, on Saturday night. Man, you you took my yeah, that push was mine, Joe. So we both thinking three. And, and and here's the thing: I think we'll have two of one and one of the other. Um, and I'm not counting. I, I, I'm thinking we may even have. We, if you throw in special teams, we're going to be over. 
Uh, I think we may yeah. have an opportunity, special teams. Like what? What's that X? No, I was agreeing. If you throw in special teams, I mean, Kool Aid is so close. One yeah, cut. He doesn't get one. I, one I have block. been on Kool Aid. I have been on Kool Aid, but Kool Aid <laughs> is gonna be great Saturday. Kool Aid's gonna make. Kool Aid's gonna make that one last cut, y'all. He's not gonna run into that guy. He is going to make that last cut, or he's going to be in the open field, and that guy is not going to tackle him from behind because he's going to make a smooth cut, cut back on that uh, punt returner, take it across the field and to the house. You heard it here. Kool-Aid gets his first touchdown. And why Kool-Aid not be the star? Watch JoJo be in there. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my luck, right? I finally get, I finally give Kool Aid some love on his punt return, and he won't be the guy returning him. But, but anyway, uh, but but guys, uh, seriously, in in the running game, uh, and we'll get to Pat after this. Uh, in the running game, do do you see uh, um, like this offensive team when we ended that game? Not the way, not how we ended in terms of giving it to Trey Sanders, but the way we were running it on those three successive plays, uh, if Milrow's the guy, do you see us coming out and, and picking up right where we left off, or do you think it may be a, just a little adjustment because of what Texas A&M prepares for this week? I honestly believe if Bryce Young comes out there and is playing, I don't think I'll – I'll say it like this. If it's Jalen, I think it'll be a little bit tougher because that's what they're prepping for with him in the game. But if Bryce is able to go and gets the start, I think you'll see the running game actually be really explosive because I don't think there will be a lot of read op, uh, or RPOs. And the defense will still be worried about what he does with the ball more than Jalen as a passer. Uh, Joe, you have any comments on that? Uh Oh, well, I mean, I think it makes it very difficult to prepare for, for both quarterbacks not knowing. Uh, I, I think if, it, if you're Jimbo, if you're Jimbo, I don't know who you'd rather see because both of them present uh, pretty unique challenges. You, you, you probably, you probably, you're, you're probably pretty frustrated because you know you're wasting time, uh, preparing for one, for one when the, when the other is going to play, no matter who, which one it is. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough, it's a tough week when you have to prepare for uh, the Heisman Trophy guy anyway. Um, and and then, then you have to decide, is the Heisman Trophy guy going to be the guy or not? And so that makes it even tougher because you don't want to spend, you know, 70-30 on the backup and the, and the Heisman Trophy guy comes out and plays. But then on the other hand, because it's such a difference, as you say, in, in who you prepare for, it's going to be tough. And I think X, I think you nailed it. I think that, that my other question could be answered at least for one game. If Bryce Young starts the game, um, that you could see us um, come out with more called runs uh, instead of RPOs uh, because Saban himself gave you a clue that made me think it's possible that Bryce could be the starter because he says – we want to limit the use. Uh, the 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 less uh, usage we have on that shoulder, uh, the better it's going to heal. So if Bryce is out there, 
the passing is going to look a lot like the old days, guys. You may you may see some of the old school uh, Alabama run game that we used to see. Uh, they'll do it from a pistol instead of an eye probably. But uh, you would see heavy call run and then use Bryce sparingly because the way Saban has said it, no permanent damage, which means that it's just a matter of the the, the muscle ligaments up healing completely, um, but overuses could cause permanent damage, so they wouldn't do that. And it's about soreness. So uh, if if he doesn't use it a lot and keep it stretched out, it's going to be fine. So um, if he's able to rebound from soreness, if he if Bryce Young starts, guys, y'all know where I'm more worried about than any time in the game. If Bryce is a starter, I'm worried about the second half, the third quarter. After, That's what I would be worried about. Um, it, it, after if, he's uh, been on the, after you've been in the locker now. room and that thing gets stiff. Yep, 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 yep. Hey, let's go ahead and get Pat on this side to break. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. It's the Alabama One Hotline. Welcoming you in. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning. Hey, are we going to feel sorry for Jimbo hobbling into Tuscaloosa with uh, a quarterback with a broken hand? I mean, are, are his coach going to just pull off the dogs and not beat him down like he should? Oh, what do y'all think? I, I, I got this game at 48-17. to 17. But, uh, What do y'all think? I don't think Jimbo – I don't think who's playing for A&M has anything to do with what Saban's going to do, in my opinion. Guys – no, I agree. I, it doesn't matter if it was Max Johnson. doesn't matter if Haynes King hadn't been pulled and had been starter the entire season. Coach Haven's going to come out, prove a point, and win this game the best way he can. You know, got you. I, mean, I'm, uh, I just, you know, we, we got to kind of feel a little sorry for Jim Bozo. You know, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I want to beat him down like a stepchild. I'm ready to down the tent. Can you share his name, Pat? Yeah, yeah, his name is Alexander. And, uh, I, I pray now, in Jesus' name, Father God, we pray that you give the doctors uh, and all the medical professionals every bit of equipment and testing and technology uh, and science that they need to figure out what's wrong with Alexander. And may he be completely healed and whole and at home in Jesus' name. Amen. The next time we talk to Pat. And we pray for Pat Amen. to be well. Okay. Amen. Thanks, Pat. Thank Amen. you, Martin. Have a blessed day, y'all. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. No doubt, man. Hate to see little ones uh, suffering and going through and not knowing what's going on. So, uh, hey, let's continue the conversation on the other side. C.J. Watson uh, making a great point, uh, guys, as we go to break here. He said that uh, Chuck just compared Alabama A&M to, like, App State saying they may jump up and bite us. A&M, with their boosters, $8 million coach, 
uh, recruiting class in there. They should be dominant. They could, they should be being compared to Bama. I may change Jimbo from overrated to toxic. Uh, is Jimbo Fisher heading toward being the most overrated coach, if not the most overrated coach, despite having a national championship uh, in, in, in his uh, bio? Uh, where is he at in terms of coaching and – uh, expectations moving forward. We can continue that. We can talk about, like I said, the top performers. Uh, you're the coach for the day, guys. When we come back on the other side, tell me what's your game plan? How you going to approach this Texas A&M game? We'll have that conversation. And if you want to share yours as a coach of the day, get in on the phone lines, 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. Or let us know your thoughts on chat. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Copy that. Can you see the vehicle? No, it's way up there. For preaching of God's word, please join us at the link that's 610 Watermelon Road, Northport, Alabama, or watch online at Empowerment Ministries on Facebook. That's Awakening, powered by Empowerment Ministries, the third Thursday every month at 6.30 p.m. Please pray for us and join us if you can. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama One, Alabama One, your one source for your financial needs. Go check them out. Got a great promotion that's winding down through the month of October. That's more cash for your car, more buck for your truck. Uh, make sure you make plans to get there. Uh, and uh, we will definitely um, be there waiting to serve you. Also, other great vertical services available, whether you need a commercial loan, uh, if you need insurance on those uh, items uh, that you purchase, auto vehicles, uh, toys, home, etc., or you may need some advice on what to do with the wealth that you're accumulating. We have an in-house wealth advisory department as well. So if you're looking for a great place to do all of your banking and financial services, Alabama One, one together. All right, <clears throat> guys, uh, real quick, we got a couple comments over uh, on uh, Jimbo. Uh, 
just uh, just Jimbo getting worn out over here on the other side of, of how he left Florida State. Look at how he left Florida State. It took them years to be relevant again, and they're not even good. They're just – I'm not even sure if they're – they're relevant. Relevant <laughs> again. They finally got to the top twenty-five, um, and of course, then you get beat by Wake Forest, um, etc. So, um, Jimbo Fisher, guys, uh, has any coach left the program in worse shape than he left Florida State? And and uh, is he on the way to <laughs> having AM in a similar boat uh, if things don't turn around? So. Very, 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 very interesting conversation. But before we get to it, we do have a couple callers. Uh, so let's get those guys in. Robert and Mobile, uh, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on the Album One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Well, Jim, I won't be able to leave uh, Texas A&M. It's quite as bad as Florida State now that he can buy, buy players. And <laughs> well, supposedly they have the best. Them. Supposedly they, they have the best class ever recruited to date. Um, but I guess none of them were ready to contribute as freshmen. And, and the question you kind of have to ask yourself, Robert, is it potential, you know, that that even though professional guys know how to be motivated when they get a paycheck for the most part, maybe a 17, 18-year-old that gets paid up front may not be as motivated. <laughs> yeah, and, and I guess they need to be motivated when they go to the NFL. You better try and motivate yourself for that. Maybe they've matured enough by the time they're 20 something, but you take a kid who's who's left mom right. and dad's home, who's never really had to pay for anything, do anything or be on their own and give them, you know, six figure income. Uh, maybe they're not motivated to practice. Maybe they're not motivated to get better. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not saying that's the case because Alabama's guys seem to be doing well, but uh but that are those guys are already on staff with, uh, on the team when they started getting their money. So we'll see, we'll see. What you got for us? Hey, uh, I, you guys may have answered this question already, uh, so uh, sorry I didn't hear it. But what does Coach uh, Martin Houston and Xavier Houston do with the Bryce Young, uh, Jalen Milrow situation now? Do you play him Bryce Young Saturday? Would you, you guys were head coach of Alabama? Would you play? Bryce Young on Saturday. Tennessee's a real tough matchup that you really want your best quarterback 80, 90% good to go. <laughs> Would you play I, on I'll Saturday? Let you, I'll let you respond first. X. If I was Nick Saban going into tomorrow, I don't believe this Texas A&M team is very good. And that's not a discredit. They could come out and play a great game, but I would go with Jalen Milrow first just because that injury can be turned into something serious. I suffered a similar injury in high school and because I didn't let it heal properly and things, I ended up tearing my labrum and, and that affected me the rest of high school. Uh, so, you know, the, Bryce Young has a million dollar arm, you know, hundred million dollar arm. And I would, I would give Jalen Monroe the shot, but have Bryce ready to go in case he was needed. Uh, and Robert, I had a, not the same shoulder injury, but I had a shoulder injury in high school. Um, and we were getting ready to go into the playoffs. And this is the only game um, that um, I did not play uh, 
in my entire career from the time I was in the fourth grade all the way through uh, leaving Alabama, except for when I was redshirted, played in every game. Uh, and I had a shoulder injury and I was able to play fully dressed out and ready to play uh, and would have played except for the fact that we came out in our first three uh, offensive possessions, we scored. <laughs> so uh, they looked at me and said, you're not playing tonight. So so that would be my approach as well. Um, it, 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 unless unless they have more information than we do, right? It, unless they're, they're telling us that Bryce has been sore and he really hasn't. Uh, but based on what we've been told, I would not play him. Um, I would not start him uh, even if he was just a little sore. But if he was just a little sore and could play, I'd have him ready to play. Yeah, I know Bryce would absolutely want to play your prime yes. time on the on you know CBS prime time. You, you still would like to get that Heisman. I mean, come on, no matter what anybody says, you think you, you want to win it twice if you can. Yeah. So he'd be and, and with a team like Texas A and M that's just begging to be passed on for four hundred yards. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's it's uh, going to be tough on him, but that's where you got to be the coach, you know, and not the best friend. One time he made a mistake of being to his best friend, not his coach. I mean, no, yep. that ended. <laughs> now, maybe Nick Saban learned from that lesson. Hey, I'm your coach, not your best friend. Yep, and that you're just referring to that Mississippi State when Tua went in, and of course we know what happened after that. So, absolutely, I totally agree. So, anything else you got for us before we let you go? I guess anyway, get you guys take. I don't, I don't remember hearing it, but all right, good talking to you guys. We had not given it, so good, good question, good question. Thanks, thanks. Uh, hey, that's a great question, guys. I mean, uh, Joe, I didn't get your thoughts on it. Would you would you play him, or would you? How would you handle that situation? Well, Martin, I think uh, you, you really have to go to and, and let Jeff Allen make that decision. Jeff Allen, uh, the head trainer, and let let him if 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 he says that Bryce is healthy, if he says that he's good to go or healthy enough to go. I mean, at this point in the season, five games into the season, nobody's at a hundred percent. So uh, we, I don't know that we can really expect that from Bryce either. I I, th- I think you trust him, and if the reports are to be trusted that he's practiced this week, and 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 Xavier talking about him going good on good on uh, yesterday's practice, I think that uh that you that you let him ride, you you, you throw him out there and play. Now, uh, I I also but I also on the flip side don't think you should push him to play because you're desperate for him to play. I think that if he's not ready or not healthy, you got plenty of options behind him. Yeah, and, that, and, my, and my thing is, is I, I, I would trust uh, Jeff, and if he's telling me that he's sore uh, after throwing, uh, that tells me he's not completely healed. Uh, and and even though he may have went in that full practice, how many did he go? Did he go three plays? Did he go the majority of it? Did he run the whole drill? How many times did he throw it in that one-on-one? That's why I was saying we don't have information, and just the fact that he's still telling me he's sore after throwing – if that's true, if that's true, then a whole game could end up putting damage on it. It's sort of like one of those things where where you get shot up and you you can go because you got shot up, but but the reality of it is you're actually doing more damage each time you did it uh, until you got a rest, and that's about the only way you can heal these types of things. So, um, but we'll see what they decide to do there. Uh, coming back on the other side, we'll get Todd. Todd, uh, we'll get you coming out of the break. 
and then we'll get our closing thoughts on Alabama versus Texas A&M. And remember this, hey guys, if you're out there and you're looking to keep your car clean inside and out, go check out Overflow Express Wash. That's Overflow Express Wash. Andy Phillips and his team do a great job helping you keep your car clean inside and out. Two locations in Tuscaloosa and Northport to better serve you. That's Overflow Express Wash, overflowexpresswash.com. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. While the jury is expected to begin deliberations today, the evidentiary period in the trial of Patrick Stallworth and the kidnapping of Camille Cupcake McKinney two years ago wrapped up yesterday afternoon with both sides calling final witnesses for testimonies in the case. The trial is expected to wrap up this afternoon after both sides make their official closing statements. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Share the savings at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Sunday, use your coupon to rack up an extra 30% off fall essentials for your closet and home. Down on the field and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. Welcome back in to the two-minute warning of the Martin Houston Show presented by the Ministry of Empowerment Ministries uh, presents Awakening the third Thursday of every month, Empowerment Ministries. Uh, we love to invite you to come join us this upcoming uh, third Thursday of the month at the link, 16 Watermelon Road in Northport. All right, Todd, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on the album One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning, guys. I just wanted to say, first of all, that's great. Uh, uh, Martin, praying for that young fellow over there in the hospital. I just wanted to, uh, man, just say that is great to do that immediately. And um, the second of all is, um, you know, you said, um, all right, I'm, I'm coach of the day. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, so if, if I'm co- coach of the day, uh, I'm saving. First of all, I'm going to examine myself. And, uh, and practice what I preach, you know. Forget about the last play. Let's go to the next play. Because if I don't do well on the next play, I got the last play in my mind, you know, it's just going to mess me all up. So, um, you know, he's going he's gonna to practice what he preaches. He's going to go to the center of that field and shake Jimbo's hand like he didn't say anything. You know, you, you all heard the, the clip where he calls him God. Uh, man, that's definitely turning the page, going to the center of the field, shaking Jimbo's hand, chatting with him. 
the players are going to see him do that and, lo- and love on him when he don't deserve it. <laughs> and then and then he's going to kick his tail on the field with his players. The, th- the main <laughs> thing is keep, keep keeping his players calm and not, you know, what was it? Wasn't it Kool-Aid that was going the extra mile on plays? Um, was that him? Uh, you talking about overextending or what? I'm not sure what you're referring to. Just, you know, just play, uh, playing a little dirty. Oh, Toa Toa is the one that does a little extra. <laughs> yeah, Toa Toa Toa. So that's 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 the that's the horse right there that you're going to have to contain because you know can he turn the page and, and forget about what Jimbo said, forget about everything, forget about all the external noise. Strictly business. Let's play our game. Let's do our job the best of our ability and, and keep the even keel. And then at the end of the game, he's going to go to the field where they're singing rabbit jamming <laughs> and he's going to shake his hand he's going to talk to him you know they're taking they're, they're, they're taking bets on over and under how long that chat's going to be <laughs> that's just hilarious but i believe Saban's going to practice what he preaches and his players are going to see see him lead them uh uh practicing what he preaches and that i mean that's what i would do if i was the coach today uh uh martin all right well thanks todd you you got uh, do you have bama covering or not I do. All right. All right, man. Well, safe travels for you and your son. Um, uh, as you guys arrive in, man, be careful and uh, safe travels here and safe travels back. Thanks for being, a, being part of the show, sir. Uh, roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. All right. Uh, X, um, top performer, or, uh, you know, I said 100, 100, 200, 100. Now, that number is based on if, um, if Milro plays in the game, uh, we'll have a 100-yard rusher, 100-yard uh, receiver, and Milrow will have 100 yards rushing and 200 yards uh, passing. Uh, you think he gets there? If he's a starter, I don't know if we'll. I don't know if we'll have a 100-yard receiver if he's only throwing for 200 some yards. Um, it's possible, but I think it'll be hard. I think he'll spread the ball around a lot. But I definitely think everything else can be hit. I, you can see Gibbs get 100, him get 200, and him get 100 rushing. Uh, <clears throat> with, uh, with that said, Joe, which, which, which guy is he going to be most comfortable with uh, in that receiving core? Uh, I, th- I, I think you'll probably be mo- most comfortable with one of the, one of the second-line guys. Be it, uh, be it Kendrick, uh, be it, uh, excuse me, uh, Kobe Prentice, give it, give it, be it Kobe Prentice or Isaiah Bond. Uh, I, I, I think somebody that he's probably worked with uh, on the on the second string on the scout team probably is uh, one of the, one of the favorite answers. Let me ask you this: Is it possible Trayshawn could potentially have a breakout game because of their relationship from last year? Yeah, absolutely possible. And, and Trayshawn yeah. has been one of those guys that goes up and down, and I kind of felt like he had a little bit of a down game at Arkansas. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so maybe it's time for an up game. I think he plays well at home. Yeah, and and, and of course you know because he was. That's what we saw a lot with the De, uh, Devonte Smith. Remember, any time of Devonte was to me, Devonte was always the big big game guy, even when he was the third and fourth string guy. And, you know, you go back and look at his his history. Before he won the Heisman, Devontae always splashed in the big games, in the big moments, uh, even though he was like the 
third or fourth guy, especially if a backup came in. <laughs> uh, and so it'll be interesting to see what Milro uh, is able to do. Um, and and I, 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 I just feel right now it's going to be Milro, Virgil Williams. And I had a tour labrum on my uh, none throwing on while playing softball, had surgery and rehab, and it still affected my throwing, even though it was my off arm. I'd say Bryce out and allow Milro to lead this team until Bryce is 100%. Jet Cohen said I would start Milro. I think a lot of people lean in that way, and that's all based on what I've heard. If Bryce is good, man, roll him out. What, who you got, uh, X? You got uh, Bama covering? Uh, uh, and, and what do you have for a score if you have one? What's the line of the game? Uh, it's been anywhere from 20 to 24. I, I don't know what it is today. It, it's been up and down. Um, I'll, I'll go with Bama covering just because I don't think that Texas A&M is going to be able to get much of an offense going. And if I had to pick a score, uh, I'll give you two scores. If, if Jalen is the guy, I can see 41 to 10. If Bryce is the guy and he's good to go and healthy, I'm going to go – 52 to 10. All right. Joe, you got a quick one? You got any score? Are you ready giving yours out today? Uh, I, I guess if you ask me right now, I'm feeling um, I, I'm feeling in that 52-10 range. I think that's about right. I think I, I, I'll, just to keep it a little, I'll go 48 to 13. All right. 48-13? All right. Uh, and Jen Cohen said 45-10. I'm counting that in, in that range. Bama, Bama getting up into the 40s. So I have uh, Bama getting to uh, 48. Uh, Texas A&M getting to 13, maybe a uh, cheap corner or two down the stretch. Hey, it's been the Mark Houston Show. Uh, 100.9. Glad to have you a part of the show. Uh, remember this, trust in the Lord, always lean not young, understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Roll Tide out there, everybody. Catch you on the flip side on Monday. Have a great day. Listening to the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.